Yo! This is The Dose, and I'm your host, Mike Schwartz. I created this show to bring you, the creatives, the best of the best in fitness, fuel, and creativity to help elevate your game and max your performance. On today's show, we've got a good pal of mine, actually, Michael Eight of Telephone Silence. Uh, It's like a post-punk, politically-fueled little project from Calgary, Alberta, my hometown. So I'm really excited to uh, introduce you guys to that. However, cue the real talk music here. There we go. That's better. Um, The times we're in right now are are freaking weird, as you all know. Um, we got to go to stores and get our temperature checked. We got to sanitize basically any time we go outside. <laughs> so, I mean, we should be doing these types of things anyways, but I mean, it's a, just a, it's just a shit show, right? And now more than ever, I hate that saying, but now more than ever, we need to really find resilience and be able to pivot and embrace change. Okay. This is where innovation comes in and the ability to, like I said, pivot and diversify is so so important and like the whole purpose of this show here as we come into another new season is hopefully going to add some light to your day and maybe inspire you um to to do something different you know maybe maybe you you hear something that sparks a some some sort of little idea that you've had for all these years and now's the time that you've got time you always had the time but now you actually understand how valuable Um, your own personal well-being and your own creative pursuits really are because you're locked down in uh, in isolation and um, you're left alone with your thoughts and I I think that um, in the conversations I've had the biggest thing with most people is they didn't understand how difficult it is to really be all alone with only themselves and freaking Netflix or some shit like that so it's really really amazing how um, this this kind of a lockdown can really inspire some some pretty big things. It's a silver lining for sure because it's a horrible pandemic all around the world. But at the same time, if we can take a step back and look at the macro instead of just the day-to-days, this is a big thing for humanity. We're going to be able to get through this, everybody. So um, hopefully this show can inspire you. And um, and again, with the, with the show today with Michael 8, he's doing some pretty radical things that we're really born years and years and years ago and now in the times that we're at has just everything kind of lined up so without further ado i'll let him explain a little bit more about that all right this is my conversation with michael eight of telephone silence all right i'm sitting down with michael eight of septembrio and this this new group you got going my man this is uh telephone silence tell me a little bit about that first off how the heck are you it's been way too long dude uh it, it has been a long time man uh i've been really good i am officially full-time musician now which is partly to uh to thank for telephone silence existing just having more time to put into the art and uh yeah telephone september is all dreamy electronic rock it's about paranormal things and you know there's a conquest that ties in it's all very dreamy and fantasy like and telephone silence is on the opposite end of the spectrum it's it's post hardcore it's political it's angry um so it's just uh, another outlet to um get that side of me out there and uh 
I've been wanting to do it for a long time and I'm really excited that I'm finally getting to. Yeah, man. I, I really appreciated you uh, reached out on, uh, I think it was my Facebook post there and I had no idea. Cause like we're in a different world over here in Melbourne, you're back home yeah. in, uh, in Calgary still. So it's like, sometimes you miss these things. So, so it's great to have that network and that community. I found that, um, it's exactly what, uh, what you'd expect out of the times right now, like, holy mm -hmm. smokes. And do you think that that had a bit to contribute, like where this all, this project really, really did start to flourish? Uh, yeah, it was interesting uh, because I I'd started officially living off music just like maybe three months before the whole COVID thing happened. So I was very lucky in that um, not much had changed. Like all the live shows had stopped. And so there was that and, um, you know, there was, there was some really big things in the works. So there was, you know, a, a few, a few shows being canceled that really hurt. Uh, but, uh, aside from that, as far as like the, you know, the, the rest of it and, you know, the producing and writing, uh, for other artists and things like that, uh, not much had changed and luckily I was able to stay afloat. Um, but yeah, definitely having, having more time to work on music itself uh the political climate of everything right now is very interesting because as i started to record these songs uh telephone silence is actually kind of a revival of a project that i had uh started almost a, a decade ago probably yeah like 10 years ago and it has always been political and, uh, you know, social commentary and all that stuff. Um, but in my mindset of me wanting to do this, I was more focused on like the, the punk and the hardcore sound that I wanted to revisit. Uh, but at the same time, without realizing it, you know, I was with everything happening, you know, I'm feeling the urge more and more to, to speak up uh, on behalf of others. and. Uh, you know, really just support others who are suffering, um, you know, help their voices get heard um, and just kind of, you know, really get out there. Because for the past while I've been anytime anything controversial would happen in the news or, you know, anything would happen, you know, there's big conversations happening between the world. Um, I would mostly just go into reflective mode and I would just listen to what everyone had to say, but more and more I was feeling, feeling like, you know, I need to say something, you know, if for no other reason than for others to know that I support them. Um, and, uh, it was almost like happening at the same time, but I didn't quite make, make the connection, but the, it just happened to be the perfect time for telephone songs to come back because all these different urges were kind of coming together. And, you know, in one moment, I just kind of realized, whoa, this is it. This is very synchronistic. And it's, uh, it was meant to happen right now. Yeah, no, I, uh, it's amazing how timing all lines up, you know, you put something in your back pocket and, and it, it sure, sure has a, a way to revive when it's the uh, most crucial and critical time. And I think that uh, when you linked me that, uh, that video for the new single there, man, man, that was, that just like, it took me back to a similar feeling. And this is why I said what I did on the comments there. I was just like, holy moly, man, this is like, 
rage meets like sex pistols like it was it, it took me mm-hmm. back to like the first time i think i watched uh like either gorilla radio or testify it was a very similar right. kind of feeling where i was like yeah. oh and and i love it because it's polarizing it's like it's showing you what we think you know in the media and then it splits to like the actual reality and i think that causes so much conversation which is so important as us as artists and creatives is to draw that out of people and make and challenge thoughts and not just sit passive and uh and i really really like so can you explain let's uh, let's go into that route um with the new video and um that's one thing right off the bat is that it seems to me like video mediums are coming back it's almost like mtv could have a revival here but it's almost uh uh, exclusively internet based and we can all do it now. Um, talk to me about the process of the video and what your thoughts were behind that. Uh, well, yeah, the video uh, was very different from anything I had ever done before. Um, for one thing, there's, there's no performance footage and uh, that's, that's something that I've always kind of felt. I don't, I don't typically enjoy being in front of the camera, you know, I, and performing and, you know, be trying to be something for, you know, an audience or a camera, even when I'm on stage, I, I just kind of go into my element and kind of let loose. It's never really a performance so much as it is just kind of letting everything go. So even with the process of the last music, few music videos that I've done, I've kind of just kept being like, do I really need to be in this? I, I don't, I don't think people need to see my face. I don't think that's important. But uh, with this one, there was the real opportunity to for me to just get out of the way. Like I, I feel like the video would would actually suffer for it if I was in there, you know. And when if when you see the video, it'll make sense because there's there's people dancing around, having a good time, and then it's it's spliced with. Um, you know, really uh, disturbing footage of real things that are happening around the world. And there's just, uh, there was no place for me to be in there soaking up any attention because, um, yeah, it just, it just didn't fit. So I was really happy to not be in it at all. It's all from clips, um, footage uh, from like the 80s. Like uh, it's technically an illegal work which is uh might be the most punk rock thing that i could have done for a music video (laughs) no doubt Uh, it is technically an illegal work because it's copyrighted footage it's footage uh from 80s commercials and all that and uh what i had found out was that i guess advertising agencies uh there's so many of them they come and go they merge one takes over the other and so a lot of commercials end up becoming orphan works and so uh, you know, a lot of the times nobody owns these these uh, commercials anymore. So nobody's coming after you. But the other part is, is because so much, so many commercials are made and they're such small pieces of content and they're just churning them out over and over. And uh, commercials or advertising is very much about, you know, the zeitgeist of now and the perception right now. And um, it just, they they exist in this area where, you know, these agencies don't, really care it's not worth their time to come after you for it which is why you can go on youtube and search you know 80s commercials 90s commercials and you'll find a million of them and none of them are ever taken down because they they don't really care but at the same time making this music video i did have to be okay with the fact 
or the possibility that it could be taken down at any time, um, you know, and be totally okay with that. So that is something that I'm still, that I still know could happen. Um, you know, anything could happen, but, uh, yeah, I, you know, and it got me thinking about, you know, everything is always put up online. It's there forever. You know, we're pushed to get all the likes and all the views and stuff like that. But what if I just put up something that was just there for a moment, sparked a conversation and then disappeared. And, you know, as long as it has an impact on people, I don't think it needs to have a legacy. So that's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I guess the legacy itself is that, right? Is the fact that it was just a, a blip. And if you caught it, you caught it. And if you didn't, well, hey, you missed, I guess. It's right. it's, kind of, it's interesting that you say that too, because I mean, um, over the years, I've gotten to know you too. And uh, you do have that that political side. You, you're a thinker for sure. You're a philosophizer. You're, you're everything out there, right? And it's very interesting to hear that you're picking up clips from the 80s and 90s. In now, the the song title is "Death by Luxury." So, do you mind going into how you're pulling stuff that's for some people that's long before their time? It's archaic information. What has or what has not changed in those 30 some years? Um. Yeah, that's a that's a good question. Um. So first of all, I chose uh, like an 80s, 90s. I think most of the footage is like 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I just wanted to differentiate a little bit from Septembrio because Septembrio has, it borrows a lot from the 80s for its sound and aesthetic and everything. So I kind of wanted to go a little bit, you know, just a little bit different, a little bit brighter. Uh, just chose some 90s things, just a different. The reason why I went that route, first of all, was that I feel like it's, easier to hold up a lens to ourselves and like critique it when we're detached from it and so the nostalgia factor is less about the joy of nostalgia and the ease it's like the the sugar that helps the medicine go down you know it's it's easier for us to look back and be like oh look how dumb we were um and you know the video helps it you know people take a closer look yeah um but it's also very quickly you realize that yeah not much has changed um you know there's there's things like uh child labor slave labor depicted uh factory farming um you know war uh you name it like it's it's all in there it's it's that stuff's been around for for a long time it still is uh these are still problems that uh you know we need to face as a society and uh so that's why that's why they're in the video um, well, on that note too, those are those are all pretty hot topics. Those are those are hot buttons, and that's that's opening up conversations right there. Have you experienced any sort of backlash from that? I'm I'm really really surprised because no, okay. I was really prepping for the worst. Uh, you know the the political climate right now, especially on social media, is very cutthroat, and uh, people you know people are just at each other's throats about everything and here i am i know what's in the video it is disturbing as much as i held back with a lot of the footage like i from the footage that i had to choose from i chose like the tamest footage believe it or not um yeah like it was that's one thing where this this uh process differed too was it was it was a painful process like sitting through all this footage and 
choosing it like it was not fun um so that was very different but um yeah i'm sitting there and i know what's in the video and i'm about to release it and i know you know how things are and how easily people jump on each other and i'm just preparing for the worst you know i'm like people are just gonna they're gonna lose it on me they're gonna they're gonna unfriend me they're gonna block me all this stuff i released the video and uh it's and it's gotten an overwhelmingly positive reaction um which blew me away everyone was really like it it, it sparked some really mature conversations um even people that took issue with some of the things in the video you know they they express it in a really respectful manner so it made me really appreciate you know all the people that i'm connected to um i'm sure that anybody there was probably people with real issues with it that maybe exited silently because okay, you know yeah. the the whole tone of the conversation was one of uh re really really civil and um positive yeah so it's it'd be pretty easy to to be really upset see what everyone's saying and know that you know you're not going to be heard the way you want to be so I'm sure that a lot of people unfriended me without saying anything. I did get a few private messages and comments here and there. And it was fascinating seeing what people, the, like the single thing that people would be upset about. Yeah. Given that there's so many different things, you know, like I had a few people be like, you know, why did you show one side of the police brutality? Why didn't you show what sparked that and blah, blah, blah. And I thought that was interesting. And, you know, other people, the, the animal footage was probably the, the most controversial right. out of all of it. Because it, it always is yeah. uh, when you get into things like that. Because, we, you know, a lot of us eat meat. And so there's, there's that direct <clears throat> or the automatic uh, assumption that you're being judged. Um, which, I, if, if I could clear up right away, um, that was like, that was the thing that was misinterpreted the most uh the animal the factory farming footage in the video was definitely not um an attack on eating meat in general mm -hmm. uh just because personally i don't really take issue with eating meat uh i've been plant-based for a couple of years but i i don't really think eating meat itself is wrong um but it was uh an attack on factory farming specifically <clears throat> excuse me i gotta get some water there yeah, absolutely. Just stay hydrated. <laughs> Talking yeah. to the coach over here, man. Stay hydrated, bro. Come on. <laughs> <clears throat> there we go. But yeah, like it. Um, the, yeah, the one thing I didn't want the video to be misinterpreted as was kind of a, like a, a preachy or judgy uh, stance because the song itself is really just written from my own perspective or uh, about my own journey. Um, the, so the song Death by Luxury is essentially about, you know, that awkward stage between uh, ignorance and action. So it's like, I, I wrote the song like 10 years ago. And at the time, I was very focused on, while writing it, I was very much thinking about things like child labor and slave labor and how a lot of the products we buy today are, um, you know, supported by that we like we're funding these things um and that was that was kind of the main thing that i had in mind when i wrote it um 10 years later when it came to revive the song i lost the lyrics to the second verse oh. so i had to rewrite some stuff and it ended up being better because of it 
Um, but I found that, you know, this time around, I was thinking about, um, you know, uh, factory farming and, and things like that. <clears throat> and so yeah. it's really just about, you know, my personal experience about finding out about these things. And, you know, at first you're shocked and, you know, you watch something on YouTube, right? You know, you find, oh, geez, Nike's doing what? You know, and then you don't know what to do about it. So you kind of just sit on it and you, you kind of exist in this little twilight zone for a bit where you pretend it's not happening. And so it's, it's about that moment where it's like, I want to forget what I just found out. And I want to go back to the way things used to be when everything was just fun. Wow. And that's part of why the chorus is such a, a contrast from the rest of the song. Because, it, you know, on one hand, it's like this heavy, angry, political, uh, hardcore song. And then the chorus hits and it's like this feel-good summer rock song, <laughs> which yeah. is definitely purposeful. Yeah, no, it's it's brilliant. I mean, what a what a great uh, spot actually right now. <laughs> if you're if you're cool with it, I want to give you uh, the hands of Radio DJ, and uh, and I feel bad just talking about this brilliant song, this brilliant video, and not giving the people what they want to hear. Right? I think I think it'd be cool if we could put it on the show. Um, what do yeah, you think for about sure. that? You want to do that? Yeah, yeah, definitely Perfect. play this song. That'd be great. Oh, awesome. Okay, cool. Well, I'll let you do a lead in here. You give me your best radio DJ, and uh, you can introduce your song here, man. All right. Uh, hey, this is Mike Late from Telephone Silence, and you are listening to Death by Luxury. i 
you just heard death by luxury telephone silence sitting here with Michael eight and uh and we're just gonna wrap things up here i mean great track great song such a departure from everything it really just sums up covid in my experience right now <laughs> and and that's kind of where i want to take this uh this part of our chat here what's been the biggest challenge for you um since going into into lockdown it's been a few months now um, everybody's getting itchy it seems like the light is there at the end of the tunnel but talk to me what uh what's been your biggest challenge uh i think it's uh you know, you'd be surprised at how much, you know, going to the mall once a week uh, affects your mental stability. Um, but like, it's it's not even it's not even going to the mall, you know, or or anywhere. It's like the the knowledge that you can't. You know, it's that uh, that lack of freedom mm-hmm. that gets to you. Um, but there's honestly, I I feel really fortunate because I've I've had to sacrifice so little because of, um, you know, me being able to work from home and, uh, having the kids at home and everything. Uh, I, you know, we live, we live, uh, luxurious lives and I know that everybody's in different situations. Um, and it just makes me feel that much more fortunate for my circumstances. Um, but the biggest challenges are obviously no live shows, especially, <clears throat> you know, debuting a, a post hardcore project and not playing a show, That's you know, wild, uh, right? <laughs> yeah. And, that, and because of that, uh, telephone science does not have an official lineup either. Um, right. because we, we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what's, what's going on. So, um, there is no band yet, but I, I really didn't want to let anything stop me from making it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I guess, um, yeah, it's weird. I mean, people joke around about, um, you know, I don't know if I'm going to gain, you know, 20 pounds or lose 20 pounds by the end of this. Uh, for me, I've been working out every single day, but eating chips every single day. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's kind of everything Ooh. at once. Oh, yeah. It's, and I guess that's, that's going right there. If I can interject on that, it's going right into how we, how we use coping mechanisms in each individual way. So it's good, but it's right. both addictive personalities and it's on both ends of the spectrum. So it's, it's a very yeah. interesting way to, uh, to kind of sum things up. It's like I eat chips every day and I exercise every day. I'm still yeah. in the middle. <laughs> and to be honest, they're, they're both coping mechanisms. Working oh. out makes you feel good. It's, it's a release and everything. It happens to be good for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's the chips, which happen to not be, you know, so, uh, yeah, you know, everyone's doing the best they can, you know? Yeah, no, exactly. What are the kind of things you picked up in isolation? Any, uh, any hobbies? What are you, are you a Netflixer? Are you picking up some food? Are you <laughs> like the, the ultimate chef? Is there anything going on in that world? Um, yeah, I, I cook a lot. You know, I, I'm typically the, the one who makes dinner in the house and everything. Um, I haven't really picked up on any. I wouldn't say I picked up on any new habits rather than just doubling down on everything that I had been doing. So I'm just making a lot more music. Um, I'm meditating every day. I'm working out every day. I'm really just trying to, you know, take care of myself to the best of my ability so that, you know, even in the less than ideal circumstances that we're in, um, you know, I have a fighting chance. And quite honestly, I'm, I feel pretty good you know, I'm quite happy. And every day I'm, you know, I just kind of reflect on 
all the things that I'm thankful for. And it's, it's doing me, it's doing me quite well, you know, being in that mindset. So. Yeah, man. No, that's awesome to hear. I, I mean, you already kind of alluded to it, but I'd like to close kind of things down here with uh, what, what three keys to success would you recommend to not just artists, but like anybody that happens to listen to this? I mean, we're all kind of, we're all human, right? So what would you right. say the show's called the dose? So what is your prescription for uh, being successful in this strange time? Well, uh, you know, advice is a funny thing, right? Because I, you know, I used to always hunger for it and just, you know, hear, uh, you know, from these people that have made it and done incredible things. Um, you know, what would they have to say? And the truth is there's, there's no real value in anybody's specific advice because everybody does things a different way and there's no one way to do things. Um, but I do feel like the energy that you're able to put into the things you do is kind of the secret. So um, I would say the three uh, secrets or tips that I would give are, um, you know, practice gratitude, um, you know, say, uh, say your affirmations, you know, affirm positive things about yourself. And um, yeah, I guess meditation. Uh, Because what those three things do is meditation you know, slows your thoughts down so you can kind of grab hold of them again. And then you can redirect them to all the things that you're thankful for. Uh, because when you realize how good you have it, it gives you that boost of energy to go get more. Um, and when you are saying affirmations, which are, you know, affirming positive things about yourself, you're forming beliefs about yourself. And when you believe good things about yourself, you're you're more capable of doing better things. So those are the three things I would recommend. Yeah, oh, I love that, man. That's uh, uh, you're sprecking my Deutsch. That's beautiful, dude. So, no, that's uh, that's <laughs> awesome. Well, well, Michael, thank you so much for your for your time here. Um, lastly, I'd just like to uh, throw the floor out and uh, and let people know where you're. Uh, we're the best i guess yeah it's such a weird time i was just gonna say where are you playing next i'm like probably on facebook <laughs> it's so different this is uh it's like where are we gonna go find you like what's the best platform for people that want to reach out where can they find the video first of all for death by luxury mm. um and uh yeah how's the best way to uh to get in touch with you if they want to kind of reach out and uh and say hey uh, so, well, the song is streaming on all platforms, so you can stream uh, it on Spotify, Apple Music, any, literally anywhere you enjoy music, it's there. Um, <clears throat> the music video is on Instagram TV and YouTube. You can find there. You can find uh, Telephone Silence on Instagram as well, at Telephone Silence. Uh, if anyone's interested in Septembrio, you can find Septembrio everywhere as well, at Septembrio. Um, but for Facebook, uh, for telephone signs, just cause it's a, a completely different project. I thought I would try something new for a little bit. I actually did not create a page. I just made a personal profile for telephone silence just to see how the experience would differ in the interaction with, uh, you know, friends and fans and stuff. And so far it's been really cool. It's been feeling a lot more intimate and I feel like I'm connecting with people more so. I might keep it as a personal page for a while longer. I might convert it to a, a professional page later. But for now, you can search Telephone Silence on Facebook. And when you see a personal page, that is, in fact, me. 
cool, man. That's actually so unique. I think we have, uh, I'm, I'm making notes right here. I think we have another uh, conversation on uh, the business of uh, post COVID because that's a really interesting, it's <laughs> a really, really interesting light you shed on that is just because it's like people are craving those personal connections. And I think you really hit it out of the park with this project, man. And all the best to you. I think it's going to thank go, you so uh, much. It's going to go great. Cool, dude. Well, again, thank you so much. It's been a, uh, a wonderful chat and uh, wish you nothing but the best of success, my dude. Thank you for having me, man. Same to you. All right. Big thank you to Michael Eight again. Uh, great chat. Great conversation. So good to chat. Um, it's amazing what we can do nowadays with... Uh, with the Zoom or Facebook or just basically we're so connected yet we're so distanced. It's weird. Um, I've made a brand new website. So if you are into this and you're into uh, everything that I'm doing, I mean coaching, creating, uh, I got everything all at one hub. It's MikeTheSchwartz.com. Okay. You can't go wrong. Go check it out and uh, stay tuned for the next episode. All right. Until then, guys, you stay sweet. We'll talk to you soon. Peace.